0: My ability to summon fish is of no use for this toppling building.
1: Representing the United States West Coast, Dazzler!
2: Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast.
0: They like a little badunkadunk.
2: Yeah. Is, is, am I allowed to say that? Comic book talk by comic book geeks just like you. Everybody's in the midst of grief and Reed Richard's wife is hitting on the new guy.
1: Work it, make it, do it, makes us...
2: You asked me what I'm reading. I did. Uh, right now I have... I have um, so I got myself caught up on the Sixth Gun. The okay. first thing I did was get caught up on that. And I even read the, the new ones uh, from the weekend. The, the issue, I think, 29 and the, the Sons of the Gun okay. won the new one. Um, you're ahead of me then. Uh, yeah. For the I, first time ever in the history of that comic, you're ahead of me. I, I only just caught up because I happened to have the time to catch up. So um, I... Yeah, I... Read through the whoa, Jesus Christ! Christ your phone. Uh, I read through the whole thing, um, and then uh, honestly, what I'm doing is going through my the books that I get on a weekly ba- or a monthly basis out, in alphabetical order. So um, I read Six uh, Gun. The an- I I did Nin- Six Gun no, 1902. I, yeah, right now I I read the Answer, which is a new book uh, just came out. It's on the second issue, and it's. Um, uh, it's it's kind of like a sh- kind of a shadow esque kind of like new take on superhero like new old take on superhero okay. right it's like and it's um, uh, it's written by fuck me I can't remember what to say it's drawn by Dennis Hopeless and it's written by the guy that writes Revival uh, I think shit I have an issue of it here I'll look it up later okay uh, and then the the Avengers I got caught up on the new Avengers book um, the Remender one the Remender one. Okay. Uh, the Remender one? No. The um, Hickman one. Okay. The Avengers. The Avengers. So yeah. Not Secret Avengers. Not, not Secret or Uncanny. Uncanny. I dumped Uncanny because uh, not my thing. It's just, it's, de- it's definitely a taste thing, right? It's just okay. literally like it's not a bad book. It just isn't what I like. Yeah, like John um, and
0: I are on that book like stink on shit pretty much. Because yeah. Because it-
2: yeah, it's. I don't know what it is I didn't like about it, but it was just like that second. the end of that second issue when he like pulls Professor X's brain out. He goes, I just want to see how was they're like, going to get uh, Professor
0: X back at this point. I mean, he has been shot in the brain before, but he's never had his brain actually removed.
2: Yeah, um, unless I've, I have a feeling it's going to be like some twin altered timeline bullshit. Whatever, whatever. They'll bring him back from fucking Age of Apocalypse or some shit. Um. But wait a minute, no, Age he, of Apocalypse was died. started by him being killed, yeah. so I don't know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> the other Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> um, and then I'm going, let's see, I'm going down the road. I read Comeback, I read Colder, I, I'm catching up on Colder, uh, and I read the Cape ni- The first two issues of the Cape 1969, and fucking found out the hard way that I'm missing issue f- uh, three for some reason, oh. for no, no good reason. But yeah, it's, what are you reading? Like, that's what I'm reading, what are you reading? I am
0: a month and a half back, and my story is going to kill me because of this because I haven't been in. Uh,
2: that's but, the la- that's the same thing you said last time we asked you what you were reading. That, was, like, that, oh. that, was, that was a week ago. What do you <laughs> No, I mean I mean like it was it that was, was a week ago. About a month and a, no, about a month and a half ago you were in the same situation. It's like you only pick up your comics every six weeks anymore. Yeah. Work sucks. What can
0: I say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm. What the hell did I just read? Uh, murder book. I reread all of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The. Ed- Right. In
2: preparation for our interview with Ed Brisson? Or uh,
0: no, just because I love just short stories.
2: <laughs> okay. Short stories are fun.
0: Um, yeah. I, Johnny got me on the hook of something. I, read, I reread I Feel Sick. It's only two issues. but Okay. Uh, my favorite part is that there is a woman. Is who, that a Jonan Vasquez one? Yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't even know, I don't want to describe it as a Jonan Vasquez. It's a Jonan Vasquez book, but it's not like something he's well known for, like, mm-hmm. Johnny, obviously, that's the, the top one. And a lot of yeah. people go and then they're like, I feel sick. Never heard of it. <laughs> there's a lady whose folds of fat actually are, uh, they can tell the future. Not the lady herself, but the, the folds, folds of, of fat, fat can tell the future. Yeah. That's spectacular. It is, uh, it's mind blowing. Like nice <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Brain farts. Put me on the spot. How dare you?
2: You're the one that asked me what I'm reading. What yeah, the but- fuck did you expect me to not? Uh, re-read
0: Alabaster Wolves. Um, I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it before. You know what? Like, I read it the second time, and I'm like, meh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've done that with a few books, actually. I did that with um, uh, All New X-Men. Like, I read the first two issues, and I was like, this is pretty good. And then before issue three came out, uh, because I was, I was actually going through a list of the books that I get that I subscribe to through my shop, and I was trying to... Um, decide which ones that I was going to keep and, and not keep because I, I kind of have to Talk curtail uh, my comic buying a little bit because I, I'm broke and don't have a job. And uh, I'm like, I reread the first two issues. I'm like, this really isn't very good. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm not, <laughs> never mind. Um, revival?
0: Have we talked about that?
2: Uh, we have not. Uh, I, I just read the whole series a few weeks ago, and it's good. you read the first arc? I've read the first six issues. I think there's uh, more coming after six. Yes. I don't know what... I, I mean, there is because issue seven just came out. Okay. So, um, I don't know if they was... A, I don't think it was a complete arc. Uh, they, The last issue that I read... Well, maybe I haven't gotten through issue seven yet because the last issue that I read, spoilers for anybody who hasn't read Revival, but was the one where she finds out that her sister is one of the, uh, one of the in- immortals. Okay, yeah, you've got... That's that's like issue four. I yeah, think or you've five. You got a little bit more to. to yeah, go. yeah, yeah. There's an amazing snowmobile
0: chase. If I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, um, it was
2: it was the one where she like she her sister saves her life and. That, that's, five, the, that's five. That's five. That's okay, five. Okay, that's the last issue that I've read. Yeah. So I haven't read six or seven yet. But that is a good book. That is that is oh, the answer was written by Mike Norton. Thank you. Uh, um, Revival okay. is Tim Seeley's best thing he's ever done. Like on the, the Mike Norton subject. You're welcome. I will try
0: and blindly stumble through shit muttering to myself, uh uh, uh <laughs> to answer your questions any day of the week, buddy. Awesome. That, that is why I'm here. Yep. If Joel can't be here incoherently babbling, right. I'll take up that position. Somebody needs to do it. Faster.
2: Stronger. We had we had an awesome night last night.
3: Uh, I barely made it home alive. <laughs> I, I there was so I got I probably got a little bit south of Seattle. I want to say maybe almost close to Federal Way, and there were points where I was blacking out. Like I was just like, "Hey, coming back."
2: Uh-huh. I, I really
3: yeah, honestly plan. I really honestly don't know how I made it home at the point. There's put it like this: there's parts of the road I don't remember.
2: I've done that before. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've actually I've actually been on long road trips where I've uh I've gone miles and miles and miles and not remember driving them (laughs) and like one of my one of my buddies told me a story where he was driving to california and he he was driving he drove from seattle to um somewhere just north of la in one straight shot Mm -hmm. which is 18 hours or something like 16 hours and uh he said that at one point he was he was Almost to his destination. He was probably about an, uh, half an hour out. And then at some point, woke up getting off on his exit that oh he God. needed to get off. Wow. That's terrifying. That's pretty
3: Right? Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. oh man. I, w- I had to pump myself up. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, all right. All right. Like, maybe 30 more minutes. Or maybe oh. like 10 more minutes. Was like, so I'll be there.
1: What we're saying is... Emerald City Comic Con is like road tripping to California, falling asleep halfway right through, and then <laughs> freaking is. the fuck out. Well, it didn't. It didn't, <laughs> ha- it, did, it
3: didn't help that I had a couple beers too. So, like, that yeah. was just adding to my. It's just tired, right? Yeah, You're just like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Do you know though? Got home, went to the bed, and did not move. Like face down in the bed and face planted. Ow. I woke up. I pretty much <laughs> woke up to your message of "Hey, uh, slept later than I wanted to, uh, <laughs> yeah. not going to breakfast."
2: <laughs> I. Uh, I had the most generous police officer in the world last night. I got pulled over last night. So I had to pick up my car from the detailer. And uh, I was driving, dropped uh, Andy and his girlfriend off at their apartment and was driving home. Um, realized that I had gotten around a corner and had my headlights were off. Right. Right. So I flipped my headlights on and literally seconds later, there's <coughs> cop lights behind me. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I pulled over and realized that my registration was not in my car because I had emptied my glove box because to get it detailed, Detail. right? And I'm sitting there and he comes up and he's like, you know, your headlights were off, right? And I'm like, yeah, I just noticed a couple blocks back and turned them on. He's like, okay, okay, can I... And I had I had absentmindedly, as the cop was coming up, pulled my license out of my wallet and handed it and had it ready. So he came up to the window and I handed it to him. And he asked me that question and then he goes, and can I have your license, please? And I look over and I had handed him my fucking debit card.
4: <laughs> you <laughs> trying to bribe you trying to bribe him. <laughs> I have no
3: idea. Hey, can you run this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, like, look, I'm telling you, man, just account's just, full. Just, yeah, just just go take, for it. Just go for it. And uh <laughs> no,
2: and then I so I handed him my license and he goes, I'll be okay, I'll be right back. And he he asked me where my uh, my I, I said, I'm on my way home. He's like, Where's home? I'm like Bothell, blah blah blah. And he, he goes and he runs it. He comes back and he's like you know your tabs are expired, right? And I'm like, yes, I'm getting them renewed on Monday. And he's like, do you have your insurance card on you? And I pull my insurance card out and I hand it to him. And I'm like, your insurance my Fucking insurance is expired. Oh, and wow. I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, i I'm like, he's like, is it the same insurance? He's like, I'm like, yes, it's the same insurance. It's been renewed. I just don't have the current cards on me. And he's like, well, all right, just uh, you know, just get home and and take care of that stuff. Have you been drinking tonight? I'm like, no, no. And uh, and he's like, just. Just get home and get those tabs taken care of. I'm like,
1: Oh no I get
2: I'm like, holy shit, driving without my fucking headlights on no registration expired tabs expired insurance card and he doesn't give me a ticket i'm like
3: Fuck Let, it, let's hey, let's, let's call world. this what this is because if it had been me i'd have been going to jail that's true uh, there wouldn't have been he
2: wouldn't have been that that nice. i was a white male in redmond washington e- e- so exactly exactly uh i've uh, i've never had a cop be that generous with me ever before like i've never i would have i've never walked away from a situation like that i have walked away from much less than that with a much more expensive ticket so um anyway that yeah we uh we went out and hung out with kitty (laughs) we went out and hung out (laughs) with uh uh dolby von luckner of of frederick the great and
3: that's a that's a costume clash that style Catwoman doesn't have goggles i think
1: Oh snap! Oh no! Dark Costume Doom clash! Is not canon! <laughs> not canon! <laughs> not
3: canon! <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
3: hey, it's Jake and Finn.
2: <laughs> so uh, we yeah we're sitting here now at the table at Emerald City Comic Con where we are uh, watching cosplayers walk by. It is it is Saturday. Mid morning. I spent
1: my evening at the next table over from Dolby Von Luckner and crew drawing penises on napkins with artists. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Super little, super bad moment. And then I I took the bus
1: home, and it was really uneventful.
2: that's fine last night, night was a lot last night was a lot of fun we, we hung it out was. after the show with, a, with the crew there's a picture up on Twitter if anybody wants to go told some check stories. it out at Geek Elite told a bunch of stories about shit blowing up yeah um, told one story
3: about, about Andy Padel's uh, juvenile yeah. <laughs> yeah juvenile existence <laughs> Wait, uh, <laughs> that continues. Wait, that continues. <laughs> <laughs> okay, his juvenile uh, record. His juvenile his, delinquency His juvenile delinquency up till now. That's more up specific. up till now. I
1: think he's doing full on delinquency now. There's it's no just full yeah, it's yeah. not even
3: juvenile, it's adult delinquency.
2: No yep. shit. So um we uh just kind of turned the mics on to, to bullshit about stuff. I know I know Eddie over here has uh done a pretty good job of getting some of his collection filled out oh, this yeah. morning. I um I only
3: hit I only I only hit two vendors. And I managed to get um, a lot of spawn stuff I was missing few issues I managed to come across some uh, some rare issues of some things that I once owned and I had to I re- rebought um, so my collection is actually growing again it's uh, getting getting back to the standard of where it was I was of course a victim of uh, You know, uh, what is it, I guess, water slash theft, water Uh, damage theft, uh, uh, so on and so forth. I think that happens to a lot of collectors over time. Like, you know, you get so much stuff that eventually I think it's almost destiny that some of it's going to get destroyed at some point. Either by a move, you know, you do a move and then some of it's gone or it gets broke.
2: Or like me, an apartment fire, apartment apartment fire, fire, yeah,
3: basement flood. whatever. I mean, and then the thing is, is like you know, even having that stuff insured, you know, some of that stuff is so rare. It's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to get the insurance. money. am I going to be able to find another copy of that? Exactly.
2: Like, yeah, you can get paid out for it, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't doesn't replace that sentimental value. Yeah, and it doesn't account for the collectability of whatever it is you just lost. Exactly. Exactly. So, Mm. I mean,
3: I guess it's really important to just, I guess. Either if you can afford it, you get, you know, get one of those rental booths uh, or the rental, the rail storages and keep it yeah. there, you know, where it's uh, climate controlled and everything. Yeah. That's probably where, where the, what it comes down to.
2: What about you, Ann? What
3: are you doing today?
1: Uh, today, today I'm going to go say hey to Eric Powell and either buy a goon book and have him sign it or just have him do a sketch for me, one or the other, because mm-hmm. the goon, Woo! Um, I yesterday I found a whole bunch of Rachel Pollack Doom Patrol issues, which is super exciting because those were never collected in, <laughs> in like they're in a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked Rachel Pollack if she has them. I don't even think she has them. Wow!
3: Doesn't her own stuff?
1: Or like if she knows where to find them, she's like, I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. Is she here this year? No. Oh, no. Uh, she'll be at she'll be at Moca at the okay. Goddard College booth with. Susan Kim and me and one of the other, there's three total students of, of, of quote, graphic novel at uh, at Goddard. So two out of three will be there. If you wow. live on the East Coast and ever wanted to see what an MFA <laughs> in comics writing looks like, you can come to MoCA. Woo! Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much going to wander, going to try to high-five all my favorite Webcomics peeps, nice. a bunch of the DePatico crew, the um, Erica Moen and Dylan McConus.
3: Yeah, nice. Yeah, my goal is uh, a lot. I guess the, a lot of the people that I want to see, they're just getting bombarded. I, I went over to Scott Snyder's booth and they were just like, they cut off a line. They were like, hey, you know, come back. They I might try us. to get
1: my Johnny the Homicidal Maniac sign, but I have a feeling that's going to be a rough pit of
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: Scott Snyder, David Finch is here. We can actually see his. Yeah, booth from here and it's still it's by still booth, pretty or his table, booth table area. Line. Line cuz we can't actually see him. There it's are it's a mystery if he's actually still back there. Yeah,
2: who knows. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to get stuff signed by Remender yesterday, it was uh they cut off the line just before Aww. like w- when we got there and I was like, "Where's the line for Remender?" And some guys like, "Right here." And then I stepped into the line and then they like, psh- they're like, "No, no, no." you got to go we're done. wander I'm
3: we're
0: like fuck
3: yeah uh, went to Rick Menders' uh, booth he was doing a um, he's doing a panel right now Yeah. so he wasn't in there it's but it's uh it's insane it's just some people just get so overwhelmed so overrun we'll especially then, on Saturday right yeah. and then you see and then the thing we were talking about earlier you got a guy who's got like a tub of, right? like, of shit yep. <laughs> he he bought his whole collection this to is the guy to get everything signed, it's it like is.
2: It is sad that that artists and writers here ever. They shouldn't ever have to have a signing limit. But right. there's a lot of them that do now. You go up and it says, "We'll, you know, a hey, maximum of ten only, items yeah, or five, five, even, items. Five, items. five items," and it's like, it's a shame that they even have to do that. It's, um, and that's uh, another kind of. It brings me <laughs> back to the the. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the show, but um, I know that. When I one of the first comic conventions I ever came to in Seattle, uh, I was getting stuff signed by Greg si- or Greg Simonson, Walt Simonson, mm-hmm. and um, this dude, like uh, at the front of the line, about two two or three people in front of me, literally walks up with a stack of like sixty comics, like sixty books, <laughs> like this humongous fucking stack, and we were all like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Really?" Like the guy, and it was it wasn't just sixty books; it was like. 10 copies of the same shit thing and then another five copies of the same thing so you know that this guy is just and and every time he was getting something signed he was taking a picture of walt simons and signing it so you know it's it's a fucking shop or it's somebody who at the you know this was before the ebay days so this was a shop somewhere that was going to sell stuff man Um, and it was funny because this is this guy walks up and he's like hey walt how's it going i'm i'm doing you know how's your con been how you doing walt and fucking Walt Simonson like lifts his head and looks at him and goes, "Did I give you? F- did I give you leave to address me in the familiar?"
1: Oh <laughs> and I'm shit! Like, wow! I'm like, yes. Bam! Um,
2: yeah, I mean it's it's been good. I think today is the day that I'm going to get uh, the last few of my things signed. I'm I'm uh, or at least the, try. Yeah, the big one for me today is uh, at one o'clock. I need to go over and to the Dark Horse birthday, or probably more around twelve uh, thirty, and go get stuff signed by Brian Wood. So I'm gonna get like my Conan and the Massive and a copy of Mara signed by Brian Wood, uh, and then a Gary Brown, the guy that is one of the artists on the Massive, is gonna be there as well. Okay. So um, that's kind of the big one for me today. That one and Jay Lee. I really want to oh, find out nice. when Jay Lee's gonna be around to sign the Dark Tower book that I brought. Oh, okay. Um, but but yeah, it's this is. Uh, I'm surprised right now because it's eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning, and last year at eleven o'clock on Saturday, the place oh, you was you move. move. It was
3: it was. Shoulder to shoulder, yeah.
1: This which ridiculous. is where their, their increased floor space I has think it's definitely, really made, a difference.
2: definitely made a difference. Phenomenal, yes. it's so much better. It's no, it's no. kind of weird because there's um, the way that they've got the hall set up right now is that on either end of the sky bridge is where uh, there are actual vendors, so you'll have you know the Oni booth and the Dark Horse booth and the Marvel booth and all that, and the Image guys. Um, and then on opposing ends of the hall are the two ver- two artist sallies, yeah. and the artist sallies area are are. Pretty there's a pretty good flow. You can walk around. Occasionally, it'll get blocked up with a line for somebody getting stuff signed, or somebody deciding to take a picture
3: right there, right in the middle. Or Captain America posing posing, right in the intersection. Thank you, you, asshole. If only there were places. There are a few. (laughs)
1: There are a few designated ones, and there's a few good ones that are like out of the way. Immortal,
2: how dare you think? My uh, (laughs) my favorite part was. Walking, you had gone off to the Remender booth. Mm-hmm. I went off, and uh, Brian Hurt stole more of my money for artwork. And uh, <laughs> and stole. I walked back to the toward where Remender was sitting to try and uh, to try and find you. And I shit you not, this girl who was she had a backpack on and she had a big like humongous like fucking gym bag thing uh-huh. was she was standing in the middle of the walkway in front of me, and I saw her. She like came out from the side. Stopped in the middle oh dear. and just dropped her fucking gym bag on the floor. I <laughs> just left it there and was standing there. I'm like, you have ah, got to be fucking. Just kidding left me. the bag there. Just, le- just stood there in the, right in the middle of the walkway. And what's weird is she was off to the side prior. And she specifically took three <laughs> steps out to drop her bag in the middle of the way. Like, are you really. People need to. That's just like a
1: con bingo right there. Like that, it's
3: right? Well, that and the people that don't pay attention to where they're going when they're walking into a crowd of a hundred people, and right? They're yeah, they're wings. just like doom, doom, doom. Yeah, yeah, Just bouncing off of people. Yeah. You know, it's a different feeling when you when you hit a full-grown man. You're not braced for it. <laughs> like yeah. I, I damn near killed this shit because I'm walking and she just turned out. She was facing away from me, so I saw her, and so the, I, you know, I'm not expecting her to just turn around. She turned around fast and she ran into my shoulder and well I didn't move.
2: Yeah, right. She
0: moved
3: (laughs) and she was like and I'm like, I'm sorry, but you ran into me. Like it wasn't my fault. Yeah, I'm walking here. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I generally will not apologize to people when they run into me. I'm just like I just kinda look at them like
3: Really, and then heck, how
2: could you not see Luke? How could you not right? like? Yeah, <laughs> that's what you know. Uh, on that subject of my ogre ogerosity, <laughs> there's a picture that Christina took of uh, after we finished our interview with Cullen Bun. So it's me and Andy and Cullen Bun standing in front of the Geekerific banner, and uh, Cullen Bun is and Andy are roughly the same height. Andy's a little <laughs> bit taller. I am easily a head taller than both of them, <laughs> and oh, I look okay. like I just look like this giant just fucking doof like R- Riddler next dude.
1: Riddler's been really popular Riddler's this really year. popular. I've seen some good ones too.
3: Yeah. Let's just hope Riddler's popularity doesn't skyrocket and that's cause it to be not a, a bad like gender swapped uh, Riddler. Uh, uh, Ridd- yeah, it yeah. wasn't a slutty Riddler. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's it was, right. it was I have a respectable
0: it was ridler. of either gender. What is this? I don't it's know. It's a dude but they're with they're a giant, giant hand.
2: hand. I, know, I mean a giant fucking hand. It is a that's huge hand. I wonder if that's like war machine or something like that like That's the only thing I can think of because you know, there, that's the thing that I wanted to talk about with cosplay is that there is photography-appropriate cosplay and then there is con-appropriate cosplay. Right. Also and true. And one of the ones that I think should be photography-appropriate but not con-appropriate are the, anything that involves blocking your vision or especially uh, anything. Like there was a girl walking around yesterday that she was in some kind of like cyberpunk thing that covered half of her face. It wasn't like GLaDOS had like girl, had it? had like a robotic...
1: Was it GLaDOS?
2: maybe yeah it might have been the GLaDOS girl the like robotic GLaDOS eye covering half of her face she could not see to the right oh so she would run into people so she was constantly running into people or like trying to yeah trying to find her way and I'm like that would be a great thing to get a photo of but like in the con appropriate like you don't want to be dressed up there was a dude dressed up in an Assassin's Creed costume with but it was like a giant red Teddy bear kind of furry thing in a, an Assassin's Creed costume, and I'm like, dude, huh. you are going to be. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, you're going to be sweating yeah. your balls off here in a minute. So, like, oh my god.
1: So, I, I want to give a shout out to my my friend Tori, who is a really really excellent cosplayer, like one mm-hmm. World Con type of excellent cosplayer. Oh, yeah. um, a mother Finn. She, <laughs> uh, th- all of the fins, all of the fins. My F- God, fins. where are they from? Adventure, Adventure Time.
2: time. I've not watched *Adventure Time*.
1: Um,
3: oh wow, you're I are know, you? You live in a cave.
2: I've,
4: I also, <laughs>
2: I also. There's also plenty of uh, geek movies I've never seen, so don't worry about it. Uh, mm. anyway. I've never seen *The Big Lebowski*. <laughs> oh,
1: you're, you're doomed to burn in geek hell, right, loser. Um. <laughs> 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 My point being, one thing I appreciate about Tori is, despite the fact that she has like these like world class costumes, where she's hand dyed silk soda Jedi costume, like really intense, amazing stuff, like. She has very quality con appropriate cosplay for when she's walking around the con. She has like she'll do like she has a screen ready Trek, you know. Yeah, completely reasonable. Or um, can't remember what she was yesterday. She has a Hermione Granger that's very very good, and also completely reasonable to walk around in a huge crowd of people. Another Finn, my god, they're everywhere. (laughs) And it's I'm it's a fairly easy
2: costume. It I
3: is. Guess, it is so. a fairly yeah. you could probably buy all that stuff all at that that Walmart. Stuff. Yeah. Or I don't Fred don't
1: know Meyer.
4: About
1: the
2: Hello everybody, this is Luke uh for Trade Secrets and I am sitting here with Curtis Weeb again. Yeah. Uh has joined us for uh another year. Um Things have changed quite a
4: bit since the last time we talked to you. I'm now um. I'm now a woman. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So just so everybody knows it's exclusive and exclusive for you guys? No. I, yeah, I guess it's the it's been a year exactly it has been exactly a year uh last time we talked to you on the show you were um
2: you were just announcing debris right and you were uh you had just that like not too long before that announced the end of green wake correct um and peter Panzerfaust faust was in a very different place than it is now correct um all those things are true so um i, I mean first of all I, I will say i i know that the way that kind of I got introduced to you was through, through Green Wake, uh, through a fairly harsh review that I wrote a long time ago. And uh, um, I was very excited for Debris when you announced it, and All I right. read it, and I'm, it's phenomenal. Did you
4: actually uh, give well. G- Green Wake a really harsh review? Yeah, I did. Did you really? Yes, I did. Did I contact
2: you? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. We, uh, we, we had the discussion last time. It was, uh, I, was, I had read three and four and gave them fairly. Fairly okay. Harsh reviews got contacted uh, by you, and you're gonna, all of a sudden, just
4: going to hear this mic drop, and then <laughs> I leave. It's a good thing I have a very selective memory.
2: No, I'll say I'll say the same thing that I said back then. I like as individual issues, I was not a fan. Yeah, yeah. Once I actually read the whole thing, front to back in trade form, right. I really I, I enjoyed it quite a bit more. Like, you know, and I don't know,
4: I get that a lot with my writing. Yeah. Um, people they read the first two or three issues, and they're like, "Uh, it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere." And sometimes they go back and then they read whatever it is in a trade form and they say it just reads better. It just clicks or something? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And I, I guess it's just the way I structure my stories, right? Like yeah. I'm, um, I guess I write from issues one to five in a single arc. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, there's always going to be something that happens in each issue, but I'm always building towards that finale of the arc. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's just naturally how I write. So I don't know. What do you do?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, um, debris. On the other hand, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed debris. Oh, I, excellent! I, I liked uh, I liked the style of uh, Riley's art in right. it better than I did in Greenwake.
4: Um, yeah, I mean Greenwake was it was a very specific style. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, It was very dark and like mm-hmm. muddy, and um, I, I think it definitely it takes a certain person to like that style of art. Yeah, uh, it's not. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's very a mainstream style. But debris, we brought. Riley's a really great characterization, and then just decided to make it really colorful, yeah. and it was an inter- interesting experiment, and I think it worked out pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still very clearly Riley Rosmo, but it's a very different side that we've seen of him. Really so. different.
2: I, I kind of compared uh, greenwake's art style a little bit. It's very, it's it's kind of Temple Smith. Yeah, we, and we've heard that. And before um, too. to get off of that subject, right. debris debris was phenomenal. I actually really enjoyed it, and I like the I like the world you built for it. How did it do actually?
4: it was okay it was okay yeah like Mm -hmm. I think I think like at the end we were selling about 5,000 or something so started strong and then I mean all image number ones just seem to go bananas now yeah it's just that it's a thing it's a thing now so Um, yeah, they so can't
2: really be complaining too much about no, that, right? Because it seems like that's the kind of the opposite of most other. Yeah, like even even like I was talking to the owner of my comic shop. He said the Marvel now stuff you would think would be like you know crazy on number yeah. ones, and he said that it's people are kind of tentative about it for some reason.
4: So well, we've seen this before, right? <laughs> it's nothing new. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know. It's um, I think just with the image, I, I don't know what exactly what's behind it, but I mean you got to admit that. Images bringing in a lot of mm-hmm. insane talent. And so I th- I feel like the retailers are starting to... N- I mean, Image is still an independent, you know, air quotes, if right. you can see what I was doing, uh, comic book company, but they're not anymore. Like, no. they're, they're a major player, and they've been just putting out so much good quality stuff and bringing in such big names mm-hmm. that it's going to be the big three pretty soon. Yeah. I don't think that's far off.
2: And I think I, I have a feeling maybe that Images... Uh, images model of kind of yeah, they are a humongous publisher and they've got all this great talent, but they still allow people to do basically creator own stuff yeah. under their banner. Exactly. Um, I think that model is probably gonna end up being the future of the industry in some way because how long can Marvel just keep pumping out yeah. you know the same stuff over and over again and yeah. and trying to get trying to get increasingly Bigger revenues off of those same properties. Right, you know? and,
4: and especially because we're getting such a flush of it. It's not just the comics, it's the movies. It's, yeah. like, there's, it's, just, it's everywhere. So, I mean, who knows? They'll probably always be around, but I just feel like, you know, original new stories, it seems like that's what people are after. And so when a new series comes out, people mm-hmm. will, I think, almost uniformly just try the first issue and see if they like mm-hmm. it. And you're always going to get a bit of a drop off after that because some people won't like yeah, that exactly. particular story. But it's a good time to be, a, you know, a fairly new creator. And uh, people are starting, like, even retailers are just starting to see that there's a demand for it. Mm-hmm. You know, the stores that would just only order DC and Marvel are starting to slowly adapt and be like, you know what, there is a lot of interest in this. So it's just a good time. And so Debris came out maybe just around when it was really starting to ramp up. Um, but, yeah, it did all right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, like I said, uh, Peter for
2: Faust has seemed to turn around. I know the last yeah. time we were talking about it, you said that it was um, in danger of, of not going past issue like four or five. Well, I think it and was, uh, we, we
4: weren't sure if we were going to do an ongoing at that point. Uh-huh. We didn't really announce it one way or the other. Um, but yeah, so we, Tyler and I decided, I think it was like in December, I would just moved to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just kind of refocusing my energy and I'm like, you know what? I had a, a Conversation with him, I said, you know, I am willing to do this book, regardless of whatever we sell. Like as long as we're not losing our publisher money, right. I'll do it. will f- do it for free. I'm I'm passionate about it. And I want to do it. And nice. I was worried because, you know, it's Tyler. It takes Tyler a lot longer to do an issue than it does me. I can I can do it in like a week. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah. I have a day job, whereas Tyler, it was it's his full time thing. And for him to spend three weeks to make zero. Yeah, I mean that's a big sacrifice and so I just assumed that he was going to get disenfranchised with it and so I had a conversation he was just like you know what that's my decision that's not I can choose if I want to do this or not and so right. he's like I'm in so we talked to Jim Valentino at, at Shadowline he's just like you know what this, yeah as long as we can just keep the sales even at this I'll, I will follow you through with this book so we, everybody was on board that's awesome and then I just I just marketed it and I knew the number 8 which was the first appearance of Hook mm-hmm. and I really really pushed that and I think one of the things that we kind of didn't do well enough the beginning was making it very clear it was a peter pan homage <laughs> yeah and some people didn't get it like even at the end of the first arc they were like oh like some of the things clicked and then especially I, i've heard some people say they didn't know until hook showed up and they were like hook oh <laughs> so so it was very clearly we marketed it that issue eight the appearance of our adaptation of the captain hook character from the peter pan with a blah blah blah, blah, blah. Yeah. so i mean that's kind of what we we refocused and um, I think that's made all the difference. Our sales have doubled. Yeah, that's, so oh, it's that's, very exciting. That's
2: awesome to hear because I, I have not gotten very deep into it. I've only read yeah. the first three issues, yeah. but I really enjoy it. I yeah. think it's really good. Uh, on I, I'm a big fan. And, and and actually, one of our the other the uh, woman on our show, Anne, is one of her favorite. I guess you'd call it a genre is like kind of repurposed fairy tales and repurposed stories. And and like, uh, I'm enjoying it. It's nice to, it's nice to hear that it's, uh, that it's picking up though, because after reading the first three issues, I was like, I was worried that it would just kind of fade (laughs) out, uh, when the way you were talking about it last time and, and to hear that it's picked up is really good.
4: Yeah. It's been great. And, um, the the motion comic thing that was announced to bbc that's all still coming together i got an email this morning which told me like they're doing the voice casting right now and i I can't say it unfortunately but there's (laughs) some crazy people attached to it so we're going to start seeing that i think like in the summer um that's going to come out and there's going to be some big news about that so uh yeah it's it's all going really well
2: nice how was the move to vancouver you came from saskatchewan right yeah yeah
4: middle of nowhere canada it was good i I drove through the mountains in a blizzard. That was scary. That's not fun at all. No, but you know, I just took my time. I my job didn't really start till January. I made the drive out on December fifth and uh, just took my time. I visited friends along the way and mm-hmm. it was just really mellow and chilled out. And then, like I said, I didn't have a job for December, so I just focused on my own stuff and got adapted to the new life and met some new people. So yeah, it's been really like, really good. There's a lot of really great comic writers and artists out there that mm-hmm. you know get to get together once a week or once every couple of weeks, and it's just awesome.
2: Yeah, I've, I, I wasn't really aware of the, um, the creator community up there until recently. Yeah. I, I've heard about it a lot in Portland because I have friends yeah, that live in Portland and I'm, you know, you, you hear some of the big Marvel guys are down there yeah. and then, but um, it was actually some of your tweets about Vancouver and, yeah. and, Stuff and I started kind of seeing more about how many creators are there.
4: And yeah, we've got like uh, Ed Brisson. Mm-hmm. There's uh, who we
2: interviewed on Friday. Actually. Okay, excellent. Yeah,
4: yeah so uh, so Ed's there, and we get together quite a bit. And Brandon Graham, James Stoko, yeah, Brandon Churchland, like all these people are. Yeah, you know, they all live there, and it's like just this opportunity where you can meet them and and hang out. And because you know when you come to these things, the, the conventions, it's fine, but it just it's it's industry talk all the time. Yeah. Whereas like when you just get together, just get to get to know each other's people, and it's harder in these settings because it's just so focused on the business. Absolutely. But,
2: yeah. I, I mean I don't know what you think. I, one of the reasons I like Emerald City so much over other cons that I've been to is just things like this being able to actually stand at a table and talk to creators yeah. and, and, not, and just not necessarily like you said not necessarily an industry thing. Yeah. It's not you standing necessarily behind a table you know trying to sell your book to me as much yeah. as it's just like I'm just bullshitting with somebody that you know yeah. that has similar interests yeah. to mine and like
4: yeah and this and this this show is actually it is probably my favorite show I uh-huh. you know now it's so close I mean I'll always go to it um but it's it is a comic focused one there are still you know stars and there's video games but they're all right. separated like it's not the yeah. floor here is for comics for comics and yeah. it's great that they, there's so many shows that just mashed all together and nobody knows they will just Trinity, walk by your a quote-unquote quote, like, pop culture yeah. convention and, and it's, it's like, like people walk by your table and they're like what are these these comics like yeah it's a comic <laughs> <laughs> ah whatever it's called san diego yeah. comic con it's not it's just not anymore <laughs> i went there last year and it was just yeah it's not pop
2: culture though it's geek culture and yeah. there's a difference there yeah. at least
4: it, there used to be anyway maybe yeah. it's Maybe it's, it's just, morphing a little bit. Yeah, it's just but. all TV and film, and yeah. that's what's taking it over. But, yeah, that, this show's still great because they, they've retained their, it's, its origins, yeah. right? And they haven't sold out to the big movies and TVs. I mean, I'm sure it'll happen eventually, but... <laughs> yeah, maybe.
2: One of the things that I actually... Uh, uh, since we have a table here, we've got. Uh, I was looking at the paperwork, and one of the things that they put in there is specifically telling people that they're not allowed to expand the size of their booth next year, even though the size of the show is remaining roughly the same size because yeah. it doubled in size this year. Okay. And but no matter who you are, regardless of what yeah. company you are, you are only allowed to buy the same size of table uh, or booth as you had this previous, year. Yeah. I'm kind of. I kind of like that. I kind of yeah. like the fact that they're because there's so many creators here yeah. and so many tables and and.
4: Yeah, it's great, and I've I've had a great experience. I haven't actually been, in, as you know, I haven't <laughs> been at the show too much this time. But I had just some some things that I was working on. Um, I haven't really announced it yet. I have a big announcement coming at C two E two this year about a project that I'm working on that it's kind of my own thing. Okay. Um, so I had met somebody that came down uh, to meet me, and it's something. It's a friend that I'm co-writing the book with, and so okay. we were just kind of, you know, talking ideas and stuff. So and then just also just moving around and talking to people, and I I, I get a bit of like crowd anxiety, so I just need to, like, get out every once in a yeah. while, walk around, and get some fresh air, you know, but it's been good. I've had a really good time.
2: Nice. So, um, I, I kind of like asking this question every once in a while, because, um, you know, we had you on the show before, it was almost exclusively talking about your books and what, yeah. you were, what was coming up and everything, and right now it seems like, aside from what you just said, you're announcing something at C2E2, yeah. you're kind of focused on Peter Pan's or Faust, right. kind of straight. So, uh, moving away from your stuff, what kind of comic books do you like to read? Like, who are your creators that you enjoy
4: it's kind of weird like i i i buy comics that my friends do <laughs> okay and it's partly because i just want to support them but i mean it's also because i like what they're doing um i mean of course like saga is the big book at image now and, yep. i mean no, we don't need to talk about that anymore everybody else does but you know fiona's a friend of mine and and she's such a great person and mm-hmm. and the, her art is so good in it and it's a great story um I've been, like, Riley Rossmo stuff, like, he did Rebel Blood last year, I bought that. Um, it's kind of sporadic, like, I, f- I don't have a lot of time to read these last, like, what am I reading right now? I haven't even got a chance to buy any comics here. It's like, it's... <laughs> really? No, <laughs> I, I haven't even had a chance to shop. I, I Generally, I just go check out Image Number Ones, and then if I, if I like it, I'll follow it, and I just like to, to support indies. I don't really read DC or Marvel, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, and I've, I've gone on the record before and saying that um, I don't mind some of it, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. But uh, it's just not something that I've ever really read. I only started yeah. getting into comics, like, in the mid-2000s, and it wasn't through Marvel and DC. It was through Image. Yeah. So...
2: I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I collect a lot of indie stuff. I read... Uh, um, I read... The Marvel stuff that I read, I read because of the creators and not because yeah. of the characters. Like, I'm reading Remender's Cap right now because I'm a humongous Fear Agent fan. So yeah, I that like, book's awesome. That's phenomenal. And... Um, but i'm i'm the same way like i yeah. bought you know i bought comeback and that's why we were interviewing ed yeah. ed on the show on friday because we all read the first four issues of comeback and just thought it was phenomenal and yeah. like just it's great you know <laughs> and andy of course is a humongous murder book fan so yeah uh,
4: and and that's it's so great to see someone like ed who's been around doing his own stuff like working so hard just to get his stories out there and he gets his break and his the book is really successful mm-hmm. and um, it's just kind of like the start of you know more stuff for him, and that's what that, that's what Image is great for, and I'm I, that's why I support them as a company when I buy comics. You know, I, I still buy other stuff like Dark Horse and sure. and Oni and stuff like that, but primarily, yeah, I just I pick up Image stuff because that's what I like to read.
2: Yeah, how's your con been how have you Have you
4: It's been it's been good. I mean, I think you were over the other day, and I was <laughs> joking about how I, I feel like a wiener for doing it, but I've I've had people come up with the giant stacks of Panzerfaust. And it's all taped, and it's like they've cut out this section that I can sign. And it's not because it's not they read the book. It's because they can sell it on eBay for $500. Oh, that's terrible. And so I, I, at first I was like, you know what? I, I feel really weird about it. I, I'm going to charge these people because I know that my signature is going to give them another 50 bucks. So yeah. I just said, you know what? First one's for free, and anything after that is like $2 a book. I think this is the most money I've made at a con. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're just giant stacks of 100 comics. I'm like, this is insane. But uh, I don't feel bad about it, you know. Like uh, yeah. I, I can tell when a person comes up to me and they want me to sign the book because they're reading it. Yeah, you know. Right. And if they come up with fifteen number ones, well, I mean, you know where that's all. Yeah, about.
2: it's that's nice to hear from a creator because I I I get as a fan, I get kind of tired of that in lines. You know, you stand yeah. like yesterday's a perfect example. We were in line to get some stuff signed by Brian Wood. Yeah. And the guy in front of me literally had 15 of the same copy of Star Wars number one. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that, where guy's, that's going. Not, that guy's not here for, it's because good. he reads yeah, it. I'll put it in a
4: store and yeah. mark it up 50 bucks. And
2: uh, that's, and that's aggravating. I that's, don't,
4: I get it. Everyone's got to, you know, like stores have got to make their money and that's, that's fine. But, um, I don't think that means that they should get it for free. No, absolutely. <laughs> it's a business. If they're doing it as a business, so am I. <laughs> yeah,
2: I like that. I like that idea. Though the first one's free, and yeah. then you can, you know, or like my wife suggested, like um, only one of each 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 thing, right? Each issue, yeah. Like in sign one of each issue or something instead of ten of the same copy, right? Like that kind of stuff it it kind of caters to the fans, still lets them get what they want and without, you know, screwing them over because these other guys are being
4: jerks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I can generally tell if their actual they they get excited about the book or they want to talk to me about it. Like, okay, yeah, that's clearly they actually like what's going on. So I'm yeah. cool with that. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Well um I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. I'm yeah. I've, I've got to go since like I,
4: I have a friend um who flew in from Australia for the show. Wow, really? Yeah I, I did I did my podcast, the process podcast with him last year and um he flew in for this that's show. That's a great show
2: by the way. I've actually listened to the first six or seven okay, episodes yeah, so and I really enjoy it. Ryan's here. It. Oh really?
4: Yeah he's nice. he's over at the table over there. So I'm gonna meet up with him and uh, Jeremy, my other co-host, and we're just gonna grab a coffee and just have the three of us. It's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so no kidding. I gotta just meet up with them, <laughs> talk about creative stuff. Yeah. that's
2: pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for stopping by All and right, uh, having a chat with us. Uh, you're, we'd love to have you anytime you're in town. So uh, I like this town, um, man. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you're down in Seattle, like if, hit us up. We'll buy a beer or something. Sounds good. Awesome. All thanks. right,
0: man. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye. Stronger says-